0: Good morning, guys. How are we today? We've talked over these last days uh, about how to function in a one-to-one discipleship. Um, we've talked about kind of how to handle things. Um, and now we're moving into a, a little a short series on uh, the Christian disciplines. You guys, need you to understand that you are at risk. There is an enemy prowling around looking for those that he can devour. We have a God that loves us and protects us. He is a God that loves us enough to discipline us. I need you to understand that that love of his is willing to sacrifice the good parts of your life for him. He will allow you to ruin a good marriage with your sin so that he can take you to a point of calling you more to himself that is scary what i want you to understand is i don't want you to have to have it reach that point he's after your heart he's after your obedience He's after saving you. It doesn't have to go to that place. Now don't get me wrong. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He is the Almighty. We are the clay. He gets to do with us what he wants. We see that with Job. Uh, He's willing to sacrifice a good family. These are still good things in God's eyes. To Job, it did not feel good. It did not feel glorifying to God. We see this as personal with God walking in the garden with Adam. But he loves us more than we know. He's not going to just leave us where we're at. He's not going to let you just play with sin. Just toy with it. Lying to yourself about how deadly it is. How serious it is. The enemy does not care how far off the mark you are as long as you miss the mark. Our God is not concerned with your happiness here on earth if it's in the way of Him and you. His number one goal is to save you, not to make you happy here on earth. You have to understand that good things become collateral damage if you're not taking your sin and your relationship with God seriously. I don't want you to have to figure that out on your own. Take it from me. Take it from the others around you. Do not toy with sin. And so we look to where we always look for our hope that is jesus that is his word and we are going to look at the christian christian disciplines not all of them some of the 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 foundational ones uh some of these have to be worked out between you and god uh some will add to this list others will say that uh maybe they're not all needed and that's okay i'd love to have that discussion with you guys Today we're going to start with what I think is the most foundational one, which is Bible study. I need you guys in your word every day. God uses our time with him in his word. It's like dialysis. You are spending time with him. In his word. In the words that he spoke. In the words that he wanted you to know. So much so that he wrote them down for you. During dialysis, it's flushing out what your body can't get rid of. Our sinful hearts need Him to wash out the things that we can't get rid of. We need it daily. Not that you are going to see miracles happen in your Bible study. But, Bible study is one of the anchors through which we tie ourselves to Jesus. And the more you are in it, the better you understand him, and the better you are equipped to to deal with this life. My heart is prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. These words from one of my favorite songs ring so true to me. And that Bible that Bible study time is part of how I cling to Him. And when things start to go rocky in my life, I need to go to His Word. I don't want to always, but I need to. Because that's where He can flush out the lies that I may be believing about the situation, And he replaces it with truth. This is the flushing out, the dialysis of Bible study. It's our opportunity for him to clean out our hearts a little more and for us to commit to being obedient a little more. And the more we're in it, the better it gets. Don't get me wrong, you don't just approach Bible reading as you would reading uh, the newspaper. Oh man, some of you might not know what a newspaper is. Uh, (laughs) Articles on a news website. Um, We want to make sure that we are approaching this not on our own. Our sinful side of us says, great, I'm going to take this God-given Opportunity, and I'm going to do it by myself. And that's not what he wants from us. He walked with Adam because he wanted to walk with Adam. He wanted to be with Adam. He wants to be with you. And so Bible study is how part of how we do that. And so you are reading your Bible, his words, with him, not on your own. And so as you read, You're talking to him about his word. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Lord, I don't really know what you're saying here. What does this mean? What are the implications of this? And obviously, reading this way will lead to prayer. We'll we'll cover that later. So how do you get started? Well, you need a Bible, so get one. I recommend a hard copy um, the the reading plan doesn't necessarily need to be a hard copy uh i I like you version although uh me and two of my friends are going to be moving to uh gospel coalition's reading plan um, as we are wrapping up our uh year program here in the next seven days and so I'll be trying that one out uh, but the point is to start reading it. You want a good habit. Don't commit to reading for two hours if you're just getting started. Commit to five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Something that you know you can accomplish. Shoot to get that done seven days a week. If you can get the habit ingrained in your life and yes we want you to upset your life to make this thing happen one of the ways that I had to do it to make sure that it was ingrained was uh, won't allow myself to go to work before I finish it and so if you wake up late that's a hard commitment to hold to but it helps make sure that you're gonna get it in and that's the point we need him more than we need our work so get the Bible study uh, plan. It can be from you version, uh, the app I like to use. It could be Gospel Coalition. Uh, it could be just a Google search and uh, finding one that you, you like. Your church may already have them. Um, get one. Commit to 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever works for you. But you're going to be working that out between you and God. Pray about it talk to him about it, and then get started. The idea here is to keep the daily habit going because the better you do at keeping that daily habit, he will grow it deeper the longer it goes, the more consistent you are. And so you got the Bible, you get the plan, and you commit to the time. When you get up in that time, you want to connect with God. That's the point. You want to learn from him. And so you start reading, and there will be a verse that challenges you or sticks out in a good way, or maybe something you've never read before, or at least you don't remember reading it. And you're going to take that, and you're going to take it to um, prayer, and you're going to pray to him about it. You're going to talk to him about it. He's going to, in that time, reveal things about your heart, uh, about what you believe, and Please take action on what he reveals. But we'll get to that prayer section later. Um, Right now, it's just about getting a habit of reading your Bible. It's critical. You have to treat Jesus as your one and only hope for this moment, the next moment, for today, for this week, for this month, for this year, for this life, and the next one. And so cling to him through Bible study daily. And when things start going sideways, go back to him in his word. Talk to him about things in prayer. All right, guys, that's all I've got for this morning. Have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow.